Money Spot, the place where we answer your money questions. I'm your host, Heather Katonga Woodward, and in this episode, we continue with the life series on Mark Katonga Piri, My Dad. In episode two of this series, the last episode, my dad had just arrived in Zimbabwe on a flight from Malawi, and in this episode, he picks up from there. He left our home country, Malawi, without any knowledge of exactly what would happen when he got to Zimbabwe. He just had a rough idea that he was going for school. As it happens, he met a kind man on the flight who let him stay at his house for the night. I'll give a summary at the end for those that missed some things because they were in the Jijewa language. Two tips on language used here in this episode. When you hear toilet kunja, that's a toilet outside, an external toilet. And when my dad says he was working class in the episode, he's referring to a class of people that have progressed to earning and having job stability as opposed to subsistence farmers or day laborers who have a lot of wage insecurity and a more challenging life. Basically, working class is a positive in this context. I know the usual English working class is not positive, but just thought I'd clarify. And without much further ado, let us listen. Uh, you gave me a very nice bed to sleep. Oh, so you meet this guy on the flight. Yeah. He takes you from the airport yeah. to his house. Yeah. Weren't you nervous that he'll do something to you? Ah, Malawians are nice people. Because he said, he told me he's a Malawian. Oh. Yeah, if he was a Zimbabwean, I would have been nervous. Mm. But he told me he was a Malawian. Mm. So I said, I was in the hands of somebody from home. From your own country. Yeah, I think it was, some of these things are God created. That God and, and Malawians are very trusting because you grew up in an environment where it's wrong to to do anything wrong uh-huh. so when you go out there you don't actually know what to expect uh, yeah, 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 yeah. like me even in England I never used to lock my bike uh-huh. until two bikes got stolen <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, that morning he said fine I'm going to work mm. let's go together I'll drop you at your college mm-hmm. so he took me there mm. he dropped me at the college oh your college was studying the same the time same that, day. that you arrived I left here in the 90s mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the college I was supposed to start on 20th January. Mm. Uh, so I started off here on 19th. Mm. So 20th January, following morning, this guy took me there. Mm. Now it was safe accommodation, you know, safe, safe boarding. Mm. I figure many lawyers, we have received you. We are now, what do you mean by soft boarding? Uh, where they negotiate with uh, landlords, mm-hmm. then they book a room. So oh. two, three, four of you will be, will oh. be there. And, okay. and you pay that landlord. Okay, so it's not yeah. accommodation of your it's college. It's not accommodation of a it's college. It's a private individual uh-huh. who has links with the university. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But the environment wasn't good enough. Mm. Because I think we have followers mm. to be using one room. Mm. Type of life, I said, mm. somebody who had already been working, mm-hmm. I had my own house, mm. I had my own private life. Mm. And were they, I bet they were messy. Most boys are very messy and dirty. And in fact, not no beds. Oh. Mats. Mm. Yes, I said. Mm. Yes, why I'm here for school. But in the village, but were you using beds? When you're staying here? No, no, before you left. Ah, but that done away with that life. Oh, okay. I was a working class person. So now you're used to having a bed. I my own house, yes. And a mattress. A bed, mattress, everything. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I said, hey, the environment is not good enough. Mm-hmm. 
but what should I do? Mm. Lucky enough, mm. there was this uncle of mine, mm -hmm. my, my aunt's husband, yeah. who my aunt said, you can go see him. So mm. I went there during the day. Mm -hmm. I identified the house, but he was not there. Within the first week? Uh -huh. Or even your first day? The, no, first two, three days. Mm -hmm. So, I this other day, I left very early in the morning mm. to make sure I find him. Mm. So I went there. Mm. I found him around six past six or mm. to seven. Mm. I gave a letter. In fact, my aunt gave, gave, a letter. gave me a letter. Mm. So I said, oh, mm. you are my, 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 my wife's nephew. I said, yes. Oh, no, thank you. Why are you staying? Mm. So I told him mm. the environment, I mean, not the full detail, mm. but to eat a safe body mm -hmm. in a certain house in, mm. Was it in Canon or whatever, mm. another location within Highfields? Mm. Ah, no. Mm. The environment there is bad. Mm. said, yes, I've seen it, but what can I do? I'm here for school, no. Mm. Go pack your bags, mm. come and stay with you. But how are you paying rent? Hadn't you, hadn't you already paid maybe for the first whole month already? Uh, I can't remember. But uh, if I had paid, I'm sure I would have done it with Zen. Mm. But it was too early during the one room which is not a period. I mm. think it is not a period. And no, leave your, leave your bags. Mm. I mean, take your bags and come and stay with me. Mm. Uh, that environment is bad. Mm. Uh, the, what they charge is not even reasonable. Mm -hmm. You may end running out of money. Has it been sponsored by your school? The school has been, been sponsored by. Mm. I said, no, I'm paying myself mm. everything. I know. Mm. You end up running out of money and you don't even finish school. Mm. And that environment, I'm a Birana, Jan Jan, mm -hmm. come and stay with me. In fact, I'm, I'm only, it's only me and the single sister who mm. who, who was left behind by, by your aunt. Mm. So I think the three of us can share this house with, with no difficulties. Mm -hmm. Much better than what you are doing. Where are you staying uh, now? Yes, you are staying now. I said, oh, fine. So where you were renting, it was one room, four people sharing, mm. and only mattresses? And only mattresses, and they were charging, no so, and was there cooking facilities, bathing facilities? We could be cooking on our own. There was a kitchen there? A kitchen outside, yeah. A kitchen outside. With a proper stove and things? I must stove that it's a community judge. Oh? Uh, so it was like Kumuti, essentially? Uh, uh, and no, 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 not Kumuti. Mm. You haven't lived the life, yeah. Uh, like Kusoji, what to watch. I'm going to use that my hot plate. Uh, yeah, it's, it's now. A, yeah. By then they were using stove fire you know, charcoal. In the kitchen there. In the kitchen, yeah. Hot plates. And did you have a normal toilet? Or pit latrine? We go toilet gunja. Not pit latrine, but flushing toilet gunja. Mm. Zimbabwe. Oh, yeah. Do you know in England they still have Nyubazama toilet gunja? Oh. Yeah. The poor sections of England. No, because as they as the society developed at first they didn't even have toilets. Yeah. So when yeah. toilets came in as something, it was something that was put into the house. Mm. Or they had an external one that the house didn't even accommodate it. Mm. And now people uh, who have houses with a toilet outside keep it even as a heritage of the oh. UK and maybe have the, another toilet installed in the house, uh. but they maintain the one that's outside. Okay. Because for them it's, it's the heritage of yeah, the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is where we, we started. Mm. Yeah, so I moved on to stay with my, uh, my uncle, mm -hmm. and uh, life was more relaxed. Mm -hmm. Life was a lot better mm -hmm. than the Kumenina Tan. But you'd only stayed there mere three, four days. Yeah, I forgot mm -hmm. a very special video. Mm -hmm. So I was now starting off from here to, to the college. Mm -hmm. How long and was the distance? It started brightening up. 
But mm. I, I ended up in a complication. Mm. That is another very long story. So no, what was the complication? I had to be done for a minute. No, but then the reason we're having this. We are now starting the whole life in Zimbabwe. There's no, no. A lot. But then we're having this not recorded so that. Yeah. I can make notes on what to ask you another time. Uh-huh. So if you tell me what... Ah, I thought you said your story code. No? Ah, uh, you have made a mistake. I don't know <laughs> if I'll be able to go through all this again. <laughs> uh, I thought you were on comfortably if it's being recorded. Yeah. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Mm. I'm joking, I've recorded, I've recorded. I had put myself together to say whether it's recorded or not, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's okay, I've recorded. Okay. But I didn't want you to know I was, I was recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But still, let, let me write down a note mm-hmm. on, on what big complication happened. Yeah, because, oh, do you want that, 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 that complication? Just so I can jog your memory. Mm-hmm. Just so I can jog your memory. What happened was that I went into Zimbabwe as a visitor. Mm-hmm. Oh, visa issues. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. we'll come back to that one then. Now to get a permanent residence permit, mm-hmm. came up with a very, very serious complication. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it disturbed my school to a certain extent mm. because I was being called to immigration every other day. Mm. So, yes, it's another long story. Mm. I will explain it in detail because mm. we are now almost there. Mm. We have reached the village. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, we'll start it again. We'll start from there. Yeah. Uh, to tell you my whole Zimbabwe life, what I did there, how yeah. I did my school, how I finished it, mm. how I sustained it. Okay. How I was able to finish and got all the diplomas I got okay. and you know things like this. Okay. Yeah. This is the school I want, but the school, the actual school block, was demolished. Okay, let's start on Zimbabwe. Yeah. Uh, where you've you found accommodation at your uncle's? Yes. Uh, Lillian's husband. Yeah. Start off from there. Okay. Um, I met this man, and we got there. I stayed at his house, and the accommodation in uh, the, the accommodation which was arranged by the school was no good. Mm-hmm. I went to my uncle. He agreed to stay with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for about two How far was it from uh, your uncle's house? Walking distance. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I would so imagine was it even... from, from Sun, okay. So was it even closer than the first accommodation? Mm-mm. That one was even closer. Yeah. Uh. So I'm going to go with a bus here. Yeah. Uh, it was walking distance. I would say, uh, I wish you were living in Ichita with Ramonji. Ah, but from maybe from sun, the Sunside in Tutau. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sunside okay. in Tutau. Oh, in fact, before we even go there, when you got to Zimbabwe, what was mm. the what were the most striking differences between Zimbabwe and Malawi? Like even the country, the okay. people. Hey, hey, hey. Zimbabwe, there was what they called sanctions mm. against Zimbabwe because there was white rule. Mm. Um, uh, Smith, mm. Ian Smith, led now mm-hmm. uh, took over mm. uh, that government arbitrarily. Uh, so he was ruling it against the will of the Zimbabweans, of the Zimbabweans mm. and of course the will of the international community. So they were functional, I mean sanctions. Mm. Oh, just like they are now, I guess. Uh, 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 mm. No, Zimbabwe is very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It has lived under sanctions for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> uh, 
me, that this government mm -hmm. were very genius because mm -hmm. they were surviving mm -hmm. much better than here. Mm -hmm. They could do okay. They were using South Africa mm -hmm. because South Africa mm -hmm. was also in sanctions mm -hmm. because of the white rule. Mm -hmm. So the two countries were cooperating. Mm -hmm. Now South Africa was safe, almost self-sufficient. They had mm -hmm. almost everything. Mm -hmm. They had again their own connections mm -hmm. to France, wherever. Mm -hmm. They were importing things. Is mm -hmm. so Zimbabwe was importing from. And as a result, Zimbabwe was even doing much better than Malawi. Malawi. Mm. That is in our number one. Mm. Culture, not so much of a difference, mm. apart from minor differences here and there. Mm -hmm. We are more or less the same people. Mm -hmm. Language, different. Mm -hmm. But uh, Zimbabwe was much more developed mm. than Malawi. Mm. The living environment between whites and mm. blacks mm -hmm. was not that that friend like here in Malawi. Mm. Because in Malawi, mm. uh, the whites were accommodative. Mm. They were really accommodative because we were already independent. Mm. In Zimbabwe, they were not. Mm -hmm. Most of the jobs Zimbabweans would get mm -hmm. was uh, uh, how cooks, messengers. Look all our worker jobs. Yes, almost. Mm. So it was not as you know, conducive. Mm. The struggle goes on. Uh, there were uh, freedom fighters all over in the countryside. Mm. The cities were okay, mm -hmm. but it was not easy to go to the countryside mm. because uh, you couldn't even know mm. what could hit you. Mm. You would land in a, 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 a landmine, mm. yeah, anything could happen. So that freedom of movement was not there. Mm -hmm. But inside towns, life was very enjoyable. So where you were living, it would have been only blacks? Uh, only blacks, yes. Uh, where white and your school as well? Only, only blacks. It was all blacks. Mm -hmm. No, uh -huh. so it was white. You are either white or you are black. Mm -hmm. If you are white, you will be within the white uh, demarcated area. Okay, whites were free to go anywhere. Yeah. But blacks were not. Mm -hmm. They had their own places where they could go. Mm -hmm. So that was the only difference. But life was normal. Mm -hmm. Life was enjoyable, depending on what we are looking for. Mm -hmm. If you were very political, I mean sorry, politically oriented, mm -hmm. maybe you would not be as comfortable. Mm -hmm. But for somebody who is simply there to do school, mm -hmm. it was normal. I didn't have a problem. So what course were you doing first when you got there? I started with sales. Mm. Mm. Now in sales, there were other things like accounting, commerce, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. After that, I moved on to sales management. Mm -hmm. Uh, after that, I moved on to economics, mm -hmm. so I did a whole host of you know courses, mm -hmm. uh, units, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not a major course mm -hmm. like where you are taking a, a degree because it was not a degree course; mm -hmm. it was a diploma. So we are taking units. Mm -hmm. Commerce was on its own, we got certificates for that. Economics on its own, we got certificates for that, etc., mm -hmm. etc. Et the marketing. Mm -hmm. So I did it for about two and a half years. So this when you but got when you the got there it was 1976. 1976 January. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> we I not we I uh, I went into the college, mm -hmm. started studying. Mm -hmm. After three months, mm -hmm. I was called mm -hmm. by the Home Office. Mm -hmm. After three months, mm -hmm. how long was your visitor stay? I think the temporary stay was about three months. Maybe oh. that's why they were now looking for me. Yeah. Because they discovered, ah, there's the 
this guy entered this country as a visitor. Mm. He is not yet out. Mm. So they were looking for me, mm-hmm. and they traced me. How now, did they know how to trace you? I don't know. Mm. I think I must have left my address at the airport. Yeah, yeah. you must have written the same uncle's address. Uh, no, mm. the school. Oh. The school address, yeah. oh, okay. So that's why they were. Able ah, to then they weren't asking their questions properly. You had a visitor's visa, but you're leaving a school address. No, no, living at a school's address could not necessarily be me going to study. It yeah. could be a relationship of yours who is working there or whatever. Sure. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm sure they traced me through that. Mm. So they called me to the home office. Mm. I went, I was told. What, what was the name why of the school? Why are you still here? I said, I'm studying. Mm. Universal College of Commerce. Is it still there today? Mm, I think so. Mm. Yeah, I think it appears it's still there. Mm. Because the owner is still there. Mm. So I said, I'm here to study. No, you didn't apply for study. Mm. You are, you came here as a visitor. I said, did I? Yes. Do you even yeah. know the difference between different visas? It appears I did different. <laughs> Dude, it was all the same thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I said, oh, sorry, I did not know. You have to go back to Malawi immediately. Uh-huh. I said, Psh. at I that know. time, uh-huh. they won flights uh-huh. between Zimbabwe and Malawi. Cancelled. Mm-hmm. So you said there's no way for me to get there? said, no, I have no money because mm. the flights between our two countries, no, that is your problem, mm. you have to go. Mm. We are giving you the next one week. Mm. You must be out of this country. This is what is happening. Can we interview? I believe it to me for now. Let's see how far it goes. A week passed, I was called. I went, are you still around? I said, yes, because I have no money. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, fine. We are informing your country mm-hmm. to organize mm-hmm. air ticket for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to go. Mm-hmm. We'll call you mm-hmm. when they have organized that. Mm-hmm. When they contacted the Malawi government here, mm-hmm. Malawi government said, no, we have no money. Mm-hmm. We cannot pay for his air ticket because mm-hmm. it is a long journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johannesburg, Johannesburg, plant. Mm-hmm. So it is difficult for us. They couldn't. Mm-hmm. Government came to my uncle, the same Zebizobo, mm-hmm. Sazim Peter, mm-hmm. uh, to tell him, your nephew is in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. but the Malawi, sorry, the Zimbabwe government doesn't want him. Mm-hmm. They want him to leave. Mm-hmm. My uncle said, but what has that to do with me? I mm-hmm. didn't send him there. Mm-hmm. He went there on his own. Mm-hmm. I told him, no, if you have good money, why don't you put that money in my business? Mm-hmm. That's so, what he told so you. So that we run this business together. What yeah. business was that? Transport. Uh. Hey, he was a transporter. He was buying produce from Malawi to sell to Zambia. Mm. So that is his problem. Mm-hmm. Say, fine. So I was told, I was called again. And I was being called almost every week. Mm. So, so you're very stressed? Very. Uh. Very. At times I couldn't even sleep. Uh. Very, very stressed. Mm. That is what is Mm. So it went on for another three months. Mm. Mm. But I was still studying. Mm. So later on, they said, what we are now going to do, mm-hmm. we want you to get to find a job because your government is denying you. Mm-hmm. But we want you to find a job. Mm-hmm. You should get money mm-hmm. and uh, buy your air ticket. Mm-hmm. Go back to Malawi. Mm-hmm. So we'll give you a stupa. Stupa mm. was being given to black uh, immigrants. What's a stupa? 
it's too far. A type of visa? It's a type of uh, residence permit mm. for blacks. Mm. Uh, uh, temporary residence permit. Mm. So I said, ah, yeah, yeah. go to the farm. We don't want to live in town. Mm. This tube is for you to live in the rural areas. Mm. So you have to go to, mm. to the farms. Mm. I said, okay, fine. When can I come for it? Come. Mm. I was given a date when to come and collect it. Mm -hmm. I don't know, in fact, they said we're giving you a letter mm. to go and get that stupa. Mm. Because this was home office, the mm. stupas were being given by... Okay, this was immigration, and I think the stupas was being given by the home office. I mm. can't remember exactly. Mm. So, I now went to... I had already made a lot of Malawian friends, mm. because there are so many Malawians in Zimbabwe. Mm. So, when I told him, I, to, I told those friends of mine, the latest involvement, that's it. Mm. I said, ah, what are you saying? These people are saying I have to go to the ruler. Mm. And I'm studying, I forget it. Mm, mm. I said, ah, why should I forget it? Mm. And all of us... Mm. Uh, On stupas? Yeah. Uh. So once they give you that, they'll never chase you. Oh? Yes. Said, Are you sure? Mm -hmm. But I've been told not to live in town. Mm. I have to go to the rural, get employment, mm -hmm. get money, and buy money, forget it. Mm. Once you get that stopper, nobody will chase you. Mm. Just take this letter mm -hmm. to the home office. Mm -hmm. The home office will give you a stupa mm -hmm. and they'll forget about it. Oh, <laughs> so that's what you did. <laughs> so I went to the home office, they gave me a stupa, uh. which of course specifically stated mm -hmm. I should not live in, Zimbabwe. in the cities of Zimbabwe. No. In the city, you should in live the, in the rural in the area. The cities of Zimbabwe, Harare, uh, Bulawayo, Gweru. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mutare and uh, those their cities. Yeah. Uh, but I can live elsewhere, mm. where I can get a job in the farms mm. to get money to go back to Malawi. Of course, they didn't state that. Yeah. But in the, in the and once you have enough money, you should go back. Uh -huh. But then they can't determine when so you have enough I, uh, money. When I went to the home office, they gave me this document. Mm. I went to show my friends. I, if you see your dish. Hey. This is what. <laughs> <laughs> so this was after how long when you got the stupa? Six months. Mm. Mm. Three months of comfort. What does it actually stand for? Or how do you spell it? S Stupa. S T. I can't even remember. Eh. I kept it. I brought it here, but uh, uh, when I got married, your mother confused a lot of things. A eh. lot of my Zimbabwe stuff. It's got a lot of even my ticket. Eh. The one I used to to go there to go to Zimbabwe. Mm. I was keeping it, mm. but your mom confused my attorney. Eh. And that's one of the reasons. So even the stoop was there, because uh -huh. that was a good record for me, his story. Uh -huh. Yeah, so he said, no, once they have done this, uh -huh. they will never bother looking for you. You are now a permanent resident, I mean resident of Zimbabwe, and you can live here as long as you want with uh -huh. this document. Uh -huh. yeah. so, but maybe you, my friends, got something which you can live with. There are no ways they can't give you that. Uh -huh. Cities are for whites. Uh -huh. uh, you, blacks, are for? Stupa. For, for the, the rural areas. Oh, so they just didn't want too many blacks in town. Uh -uh. That's why they were giving them this document. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm. So, why weren't they chasing up when you're living in a rural area? Huh? Like when you go into town, couldn't they just ask you for any document? Yeah, usually yeah, when, you, when, they, when they meet you, mm -hmm. you show them. Mm. I've got a stupid. But, but why are you here? No. I just I'm came into town to get something. That's all. Oh? But I was never asked. Even For the once. rest of my stay there, not even once. Eh. Not even once. I came back home on my own accord. If I wanted to stay in Zimbabwe forever, yeah. you couldn't have been born. I've been there myself. Oh. I'm telling you. Yeah. So when did you? When did? 
when did you decide to leave there? I came back 77. Okay. Mm. Oh, then you didn't say two and a half. That's one year. Yeah, one and a half years, not two. Mm. One and, over one and a half years, close to two years. Yeah. Before I came towards the end of 77. Oh, I think around okay. September, October. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that was that three months was a very difficult time for me in Zimbabwe. Mm. And uh, did you ever do any business while you were there, or you just did the schooling? I was schooling and doing temporary jobs. I even went to a poultry farm. Mm. I worked for one week. I said, "No, this is too much." Oh, why? What were you cleaning the collars and uh -huh. so forth? So it was so tough for me. Mm. I said, "No ways. Mm. I can't live this type of life." Uh. So I abandoned it. Mm. What are the temporary jobs? I now jobs? got another job uh -huh. uh, in a shop. Yeah. Yeah, as a shop, as a salesman, mm. selling, 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 selling clothes, selling suits, mm. shirts. So it was a men's men's wear shop. Mm. Yeah. So that's where I stayed so long, and I made a bit of money. Mm. I even bought a very beautiful suit oh. and sent it to my uncle here. Eh. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Zebi. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what did he say? When he got it, he said, Ah, man, can I do not with a suit? I got very embarrassed. Yeah. And yet I was there busy buying a suit for you. Yeah. Mm. So after I got that stupor, life was normal. Mm. Yeah? I so, finished my school mm. and prepared to come back home. And the whole time you were there, it was only with Lillian's husband? Did Aunt Lillian come? Yeah. I know. She couldn't. It is me who assisted her to go back to Zimbabwe. Oh. When I finished my school and came here, yeah. oh. she couldn't because it was very expensive to buy a ticket from here to Johannesburg yeah. and Johannesburg to Harare. Oh, how much was it if you remember? I can't. I can't remember. I can't even remember the ticket I used when coming, but I remember the ticket I used when going. It was 39 going. Yeah. So you saved up some money enough for her to go back? Why? Because your, because her husband had provided you free accommodation. Yeah. yeah. Did, did he charge you rent or? No, no, he was not charging me rent. Yeah. No, that is it's exactly why he said no. Don't stay where you are staying. Mm -hmm. Come, mm -hmm. please come and stay with me here. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is yeah. he still alive? Very much so. Mm -hmm. mm, very, very much so. So when I came here, I did a lot again for him mm -hmm. because I schooled his children. Mm. I took care of his wife, Aunt Lily, mm -hmm. and I arranged for Aunt Lily to go back to her, mm -hmm. to her husband. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he does appreciate what I, I do appreciate what he did for me. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. Mm. So what made you come back to Malawi? Because I'd finished my school, so home is home. When I got here, mm. I was in very big demand because I had a heap of qualifications, oh. which nobody had in Malawi. Ah. I had unique qualifications, a combination of economics, commerce, marketing, sales, mark, salesmanship, etc., accounting. Mm. Mm. Eh? So those qualifications were very, very attractive to a lot of companies. Mm. Import and export wanted me. Mm. A press group of companies wanted me. Mm. Uh, River Brothers wanted me. Mm -hmm. uh, those are the companies I I, 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 I went for interviews. Mm. So at the end of the day, I said, now nah, which company should I work for? Mm. I found River Brothers to be fitting mm. 
very, very well in what I, I, I wanted to do in life. Mm. Yeah, because they do manufacturing mm. as well as marketing. And you want to do manufacturing and marketing? Yeah. Ah. And you said, what, what were the others? Southern Bottlers? Southern Bottlers, Press Group, People Ali Expo. Mm. They all wanted me. So I had a choice which company to work for. So you worked at... I worked at Liver Brothers. Uh-huh. What, did you, what did you start off as there? Uh, sales management training. Okay, management training, but in sales. Mm. Right. And... Um, was it like a set program where they took, took on several people every year? Yeah. Do management that's another, yeah, that's another unique setup, mm. which I... I am very proud of in mm. life because I uh, went for interview. Mm -hmm. The personnel manager told me, we, I have taken you mm -hmm. because of your unique qualifications. Mm -hmm. But our minimum entry here is a first degree. Mm. So you'll be competing with people with uh, first degrees. Mm. Some have got even PhDs. Mm. Some have got masters. Mm. They're all coming for interview. Mm. And we are so many. How many? They took first lot mm -hmm. and then second lot. Mm. They must have been over 50. Mm. Mm. As and they only wanted four, yeah. They only wanted four. Of the 50 that were interviewing? Yeah. So you were the one of the four? I was eventually become one of the four. Oh. It was a gruesome interview. Oh. Tough. What What sort of things? Was it just uh, oral, oral or written? Oral. But yeah. we saw everybody, even the top, even the chairman of the company yeah. interviewed us. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was, we went three times. First time, it's when there were two groups. Mm. Mm. They shortlisted, mm -hmm. threw away the others, reduced that to, I think, 20. Mm -hmm. Then we went second time, mm -hmm. now as one group. Mm. Uh, interview, I think they shortlisted to about what? 10 or thereabout? Mm. Third interview, mm. final, mm. where they picked the followers. Mm. Yeah. Now, what set you apart from... The rest, as you said, everyone had PhDs. My unique qualifications, a combination of all sorts. Economics was in there. Yeah, but once you go, once in you go into the interview, they forget what was on, on paper uh -huh. and the focus on what you're saying to them, the way you're thinking. Yes, 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 yes. I was very polished up. Mm. Even my, my, my presentation was polished. I was coming from school. Mm. Yeah. You know, I was different from everybody mm. because the others were coming from school. Mm. In hard work, mm. for four years mm. in the police force, mm. And uh, some months mm -hmm. at Southern Borderlands, mm -hmm. so I was very exposed. Mm -hmm. And I went to Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. where I did a lot of commercial training. Mm -hmm. So the head was full of brilliant ideas. Mm -hmm. So the way I was presenting myself, mm -hmm. the way I was answering their questions, mm -hmm. the way I, I was explaining about how I would go about certain things, and mm -hmm. that impressed all the interview people, all the interviewees, mm -hmm. interviewers. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. it was upon uh, all the interviews that the guy said, of the four we're taking on, we're taking on you, mm. despite the fact that you don't have these degrees, yeah. but you seemed in the interviews to know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. Right. Yes. So yes. when you started, what sort of stuff did you do? We went into management training. Mm. We went into all sections, production, mm. accounts, mm. Uh, warehousing, mm. all the sections of the company. So we went this through is, that and so we arrived in the ports. Eh? 
So this is similar to what I did when I finished my A levels. Uh-huh. When I came to Agma and I worked in every uh-huh. department uh-huh. and I did a report for you. Uh-huh. I think two reports. Uh-huh. 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 Oh. That, that's exactly that. Oh. Hey, I copied that model from Liver Brothers. Oh. Yes. So after going through all those, then mm. I was put into the sales mm. uh, department of the marketing. Mm. Uh, sales section of the marketing department. Do you get to choose which one you ended up in? or? No, no, they took me because of my unique sales uh, qualifications. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I went straight to mm-hmm. the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was, I'm sure, safe selecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the others were being told which sections they would fit in. Mm-hmm. So they were going to that section. They did not choose. Do you remember any of the other three? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who were they? Uh, there was in there. Mm-hmm. In fact, that one was Dr. Antea, he had a PhD. Mm-hmm. Dr. Antea, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Antea, me, Charles Rovu, mm-hmm. Charles Rovu, mm-hmm. who was the third one? Wow. Ah, Charles Rovu mm-hmm. and uh, and um, that one died. If I chose to love there, there died. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Chief Dr. Antea is. He mm-hmm. was working for uh, for African Unity or what, OAU at one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, ah, this other one I was staying, I was sharing a house with. Oh, okay. Uh, when you were working there? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've just forgotten. Did it. you meet him there and then start sharing a house? Or... I don't know. We mm-hmm. met there. Okay. So we had what what we used to call Unilever House. Mm. Uh, a word, I mean, yeah. mm. uh, Have you seen this Muli Muli Nandolo everywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Wow. Okay, so eighteen what? Oh. Ah, this is oh two hundred. Ah, no, I don't think. Oh. Eh, eh. It's big dead. Yeah, it is. Ah, big, 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 big dead. So, um, um. How long do you work at Southern Bottlers for? I started in May, going away December. May 1978? No, 25. Mm? Oh, sorry, not Southern Bottlers. Um, I mean, you need to I worked, well, I just came in. It didn't take me time to get a job. Uh-huh. End of, uh, I think, October. Uh-huh. 77? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To December mm-hmm. 8. Okay, so 77, 87, uh, 78, 79, 80. Three, three, three years and three just months. a little bit. Three years and three months. And the friends that you joined with, did they stay the whole three odd years? Who left after before me? No, I think I left them there. Mm. I left them there. That's now when I said I have to go into business. Mm. I went into business. I know there was a fair amount of Chichewa in that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. To summarize for people who can't speak Chichewa, 
The objective of Dad's journey to Zimbabwe in 1975 was to realize his lifelong ambition of furthering his education. He bought a one-way ticket to Zimbabwe for 39 Malawian kwacha. I like mentioning the numbers because I, I could see that he remembered them and they do have a significance because things are so much more expensive now in Malawi and inflation with inflation. And when you compare it to these prices, you realize just how times have changed. On arrival in Zimbabwe, a kind Malawian stranger that he'd met on the flight allowed him to stay over at his house for the night. When he got to his college, he was shocked by the living conditions. Four men shared a room and slept on mats, and um, passa is mats, with limited amenities. Now that he had worked for a while and had lived better than this throughout this, uh, his working life in the police and as a salesman, it just felt horrid, but it was all he could afford. He was probably trying to conserve money, make it last as long as, as it could. He told us in the previous episode that he'd saved 2,000 quatches in his previous job. So you can compare that. If a flight was 39 and he had 2,000, he had a fair amount of money, but he was still being good with it. As fate had it, he had the address of an uncle in Zimbabwe. The man had married his mother's youngest sister. His mum was one of five, but they had never met before. He visited him very early one morning to maximize the chances of finding him at home. So he went there before 7 a.m. to introduce himself. After he told his uncle where he was staying, his uncle told him it wasn't a particularly good place and he'd soon run out of money because it was exorbitant. He instructed him to collect his luggage and come to live with him rent-free. His uncle wasn't rich either. In fact, he had to share his room with my dad to accommodate him. Personally, I do not know a single person in this day and age that would welcome someone into their home rent-free to share a bedroom with them. How big were people's hearts at this time? Maybe I'm just in the wrong circles. I don't know. Um, my dad's uncle's wife was stuck in Malawi at this time, so he was essentially just living with his daughter. Living with his uncle allowed my dad to take even more courses at his college because he saved money by not having to pay his uncle rent. We also had a little bit of information or insight into race relations in this episode. From my dad's story, race relations between white people and black people in Zimbabwe were not as friendly as they were in Malawi. My dad went to Zimbabwe on a tourist visa and after three months had a lot of trouble with the Zimbabwean authorities. Ultimately, they gave him what they called a stupa, some kind of a, a visa, which basically required him not to live in any Zimbabwean town. He was relegated to the villages and could take on any sort of farm work, farm jobs, any village work. I found this insight into colonial life mind-blowing because I can't imagine being allowed to only live in certain areas and having access only to blue-collar jobs. I mean, I, I feel spoilt that I, I have had so much choice. I can live anywhere I want and I can have any job I want. And also, how ironic is it that my dad worked a job in a poultry farm, couldn't hack it, and about 25 years later, ended up owning a poultry farm. Perhaps that job was his inspiration. I haven't asked yet, but I will. Um, he, he sold that poultry business now for, let's say, a seven-figure sum. 
dollars, seven figures. Anyhow, what did we learn in this episode? You might have picked up different things, but I learned that education is important even if you want to be an entrepreneur. Lots of people downplay that nowadays with all the stories about successful school dropouts. Two, I learned about the importance of family support to help you progress in life. And when you don't have family, connect with any people like my dad did on the flight to Zimbabwe. Three, I learned about the importance of having work experience. That really came through in this one. Dad was told that in addition to his qualifications, they liked that he had some work experience. Unlike the people who, was, who were also competing for the job he wanted, who had first degrees and PhDs when he only had diplomas. So sometimes it's worth thinking about what sets you apart. It might not be what everyone else has, but it might be what the employer wants. And finally, I learned about the importance of going for a target, even if you feel inferior to your pool of competitors. My dad could well have cowed under the pressure of being sat alongside people with degrees and PhDs, but he had conviction in what he knew, in what he'd experienced to go through and make it through as only one of four people out of 50 to get the job. So I certainly was inspired. I will see you in episode four of the series. Thank you for listening. If you want to ask me a question, read my blogs, or support this show in any way, please type themoneyspot.co.uk into your address bar and you'll be redirected to my website. I also now have a few products for you on there. My property course is currently the best rated UK property course on Udemy for people who are starting out and you'll love my notes to debt freedom as well as the pamphlet on avoiding the motherhood poverty trap. Last but certainly not least, if you're enjoying listening to my podcast, I'll be very grateful for your five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. If I don't yet deserve your five-star, please let me know how I can earn it. Enjoy! Enjoy!